Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 930. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at take10fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Fava Yitzchak, Ben Aftali, David, Zichron, Levracha. May the Torah we learn be Le'ilui Nishma So. So on all of our minds is what's been going on in Israel and the various elements and the difficulty and the tragedy and the empathy we are attempting to have towards those who are suffering, those who are behind enemy lines, those who are risking their lives every day, those who are holding down the home front, those who are hostages, and it's difficult. It's actually really hard to manage all of that empathy and attempt to be with them while we are living our lives, and the distance makes it extremely difficult. I wanted to share some sources, some beautiful sources, that we learned from Sefer Shamos. The beginning of Sefer Shamos, of course, is a Sefer about Jewish struggle. It's about the story of Mitzrayim. And there are some role models when it comes to how to have empathy towards others. And one of those role models, of course, is Moshe Rabbeinu. We know very little about Moshe Rabbeinu before he is the one who encounters God, and God introduces him and uh, tries to convince him to be the Redeemer of Israel. But we know that he goes out, He goes out to see his brothers. He grows up in the palace. He needs nothing of this. He doesn't need to go out and see anybody. But And he goes and he sees their struggle. That is explained by Rashi as Nosan Enav Velibo Lios he puts his eyes, he looks at them, also his lave, also his intellect, also his thoughtfulness, his heart, not only just seeing, but taking that second step of doing something. The Medrash describes in greater detail that what does it mean? Mahuvayar, he would go and say, Chaval li alechem, mi ten mosi alechem, if I could only take this on for you, if I could only, um, if, I, if I could die to take your, to sacrifice on your behalf. Because nobody has to work harder than you, you're working so hard. And he would go and vahayanasan kseifav, he would literally give his shoulder. He would shoulder their burden with him, and he would help them all individually. And this would be under the guise of trying to help Paro. Really, I'm trying to help Paro. I just want him to get this done more efficiently. But his goal would be to help the Jewish people. Now, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that, he sees that this is his guy. This is his guy. But he doesn't only see that. In Chachma Musar, he talks about how not only from the progression of the story do we see that Vayarbis of Losam, and like the Medrash says, Moshe goes and helps his brethren. Good. You understand why he helps his brethren. All of his brethren, it's a big project. All the people are suffering. But maybe that's all he did. But no, the Torah goes on to say that the very next day, he goes and he sees one Jew being abused by an Egyptian. It's only one Jew. It's not many Jews. And yet he goes in and he saves the day. But then the next day, he sees one Jew being abused by another Jew. Um, he says, why are you hitting your friend? He comes to the defense of a Jew, even when it's a Jew. It's not just that he, he is there for anti-Semitic crime. It's also Jew versus Jew crime. He wants to help in and help step in and help the person. And not only does he do it where he's comfortable and he's sort of the, the royalty and he's an important person there, but even when he has to run away from Paro, when he ends up in Midian and he sees the daughters of this man who he's never met before, Yisro, being abused at the well, he steps in to save them as well. So it's not only the masses that he's willing to help, it's not only the Jewish individual uh, against the enemy, but it's also the Jew against the Jew who he wants to help, and it's also the stranger in a strange land that he's willing to help and assist. That's the person who HaKadosh Baruch Hu chooses to be the leader of the Jewish people. That's a very significant lesson for us, 
not only are we told about that resume, but there's also the shepherding, the shepherding element of Moshe Rabbeinu, where he is the shepherd of Yisro, and that's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu encounters him in the bush. And so the, the Medrash tells us in Shmos Rabbah, it says Moshe was seen one day uh, being a shepherd, and as he was shepherding, he loses one particular sheep. When he saw... Uh, or when he oversaw, I should say, the sheep in the desert. Barach Mimenu Gidi, a particular goat runs away. This uh, finds here finds like some sort of oasis. This goat and Moshe chases the goat all the way till the oasis, and he sees that at this oasis the goat bends down to drink. When Moshe arrives, finds and, and gets to the goat, he says, He says to the goat, he's talking to the goat, I didn't know that you were leaving and running away because you were thirsty. You were tired. So what does he do? He put the goat on his shoulders, and he takes the goat back to the flock. And therefore Moshe Hayra. The reason Moshe is mentioned as the shepherd is because Moshe was this incredible figure where he was the man of empathy, not only for the masses, not only for the individual, not only when it's Jew versus Jew, not only for strangers when he was in a strange land, but even for the sheep, even for the animals. He was incredibly empathetic and understood the struggle that they were in and therefore behaved accordingly. So that's Moshe Rabbeinu as leader. But we understand that it can't just be a Moshe Rabbeinu character. It's got to be us. It's got to be we as individuals. We find in the Mishnah, the Mishnah says that one of the ways to be Kona Torah, one of the ways to achieve peak humanity, is to be no se ba'ol im chavero, to share the burden with others who are suffering. But the very next line is machrio lekafschus, to push them into the uh, into the scale of merit. So you imagine a scale with two sides, and so machrio lekafschus means we're supposed to dun lekafschus, we're supposed to judge people positively. So it sounds like two completely unrelated things. But the Medrash Shmuel commenting on this on this Mishnah says something remarkable. We know that there's a difference between sympathy and empathy. Sympathy is uh, under you know sort of uh, seeing a person suffering and uh, seeing that suffering, understanding that suffering, and responding to that suffering, empathy is really feeling the suffering with them, climbing down into the hole with them and trying to understand what they're feeling. But says the Medrash Shmuel, you know what the association of these two statements are in the Mishnah? You know what it's teaching us? That no se ba'ol im chavero, a person carrying the burden with, uh, of their friend, with their friend, literally also needs to machrio lekavzchus can't just share the burden, but has to somehow take more of it. I don't really understand how you do that, how you take more of the burden from a person who's suffering. But you make it lighter so that it's heavier for you. It's sort of an extreme empathy, which the Medrash Shmuel is promoting. I can't tell you that I know how to do it, and, and how, how you literally go and take more than what the person's suffering from themselves. But this extreme empathy is a thought-provoking idea, which I think uh, maybe we should process a little bit further at some point. The last idea I wanted to share is, let's say you can't do much, right? So the extreme empathy is one side of this. Moshe Rabbeinu, super-duper empathetic in all contexts. But we have the following beautiful idea from Rav Chaim Shmuel Evitz I wanted to share. The Gemara in Sota talks about how when they attempted to find the final solution for the Jewish people in Egypt, there were three people sitting there. There was Bilam, Eov, and Yisro. 
Bilam said, yeah, sure, go for it. So he ended up, he lost his life. Eov didn't, doesn't say a word when power proposes what he proposes. And Eov, he has the trials of Job. It's terrible. Yisro runs away. And Yisro, because he runs away, doesn't want to be involved in this, he ends up, he converts, and he ends up uh, being very successful. So Chaim Shmuelevitz asks a very simple question. He says, you know, Eov runs away and doesn't do or say anything, and he's punished terribly. Like, why is that? So he explains as follows. He says, when somebody is in deep and, and, and complete suffering, they cry out. Why do they cry out? Why are they so awake? Why do they scream? Not because it will help, but because they can't help themselves. They can't help themselves from when they're in a position of pain to yell out, to cry, and to scream, even though it's not helpful. The fact that you're able to walk away, and even if you're running, I don't want to get involved, I don't want to cause any more trouble, I don't want to confirm what Pahar was going to do, but the fact that he is unable to cry out, he doesn't say anything, means that he's not really feeling he is in pain. As Rabbi Chaim Shemalevitz puts it, he says, The subjugation, the, the, the pain of Eov, comes upon him, to show his mistake. A person who is overwhelmed with difficulty will cry out and scream. Even though he knows it won't help a bit. When a person is in pain, they cry out. And one who is quiet. It must be she'en ko'evlo. It must be not hurting them. We can't help ourselves but from cry out. And even though crying out doesn't cause a lot of satisfaction or assistance for those who are suffering, this might be the range of possibility. According to the Medrash Shmuel, that the extreme empathy is to somehow take on more than what the person is suffering from. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. But according to Chaim Shmuelav, it's of nothing else to cry out and to scream and to constantly be concerned. Even if you don't feel like you're helping a lot, but to emotionally feel that cry and to feel that anguish, that seems to be a very powerful type of empathy as well. Uh, all of this should be resolved as soon as possible, and we should all be in the proper mindset until that happens. Have a great day.